This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 60, Love and Thunder. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are you up to today, Carl? Hola, amigos. Vamos a España para el Camarato Mundial. We have new fiction. God what the geez. eye cannot see, you can shut up. <laughs> a Dragon Kitsuki story. Clan War is coming next week. And the return of listener questions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was wait, not the so worst take we've taken on that. <laughs> Why are we doing Spanish in the intro? <laughs> Just, I, I, I'm, I'm missing I'm going to raise a hand with Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> well, Spanish in the intro to celebrate the the worlds uh, of L5R oh, going to Madrid. Of course. We're, oh, off to, we're, we're all off to Madrid, guys. This is kind of funny for you too because uh, you wouldn't have this viewpoint. In Europe, Spain is largely Las Vegas, right? It's yeah. the place. It's the place you go on holiday. Is that certainly, right? certainly for the British people. It's okay. yeah, we're heading, we're heading abroad. We're going to the foreign place where they don't have good water. That's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. I've um, right. I've had a sister work out in um in uh, entertainment stuff, and she was on one of the two islands. You probably know uh, Mallorca. You probably yeah. heard that before. Heard Mallorca is the um, you know, eighteen to thirties club club rave, mm-hmm. everything like that. And Menorca is the same place at about twenty years on the age, and everything's cheaper. And Menorca oh, okay. was where she was, and we've been there. <laughs> Lovely place. I got okay. I got fantastically sunburned, like <laughs> a, like astoundingly. It you was know, ridiculous. It's days like today that make me feel like I'm not a very good Coloradan because <laughs> I don't speak Spanish at all. Yeah, same here. I I studied German in high school and Latin. Yeah, and then I know a few, a, a couple of bits and pieces of Czech, and a couple, of, you know, little tiny bits of Vietnamese, and that's it. Yeah, I, you know, living in living in the American Southwest, I really should speak some more more Spanish than I do, yeah. which is none. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got um, I was taught in, in in the uk school system you had to take one language and were encouraged to take a second and i technically studied french and german i'm not particularly good at either german's easy because it's every it's it's a one-for-one one translation i swear apart from just add it's five a, billion a, constants to the average it's word. also it's also a very you know like scientific well-structured language yeah it's German engineering. Yeah, yeah, it really is, yes. <laughs> they've, they've engineered their language, basically, which made it fun to study. Uh, yeah, it's a straightforward one. But yes, Madrid, holy cow. Yes, yes, Al- Alex Watkins, uh, I think the just a few days after our last recording, it's been about three weeks, uh, announced on the uh, Alex Watkins AMA stream that they did that L5R World Championships will be in Spain this year because one of the co- conventions that they wanted to like pair with mm-hmm. that was usually in December, but they've moved it up to November. Now we don't know we don't know when exactly because here's here's the thing. So from what Alex said, they can't schedule the convention until the football schedule comes out. Yeah, the soccer schedule, football Bingo. schedule, soccer yep. schedule, uh, because they don't know if Ma- Madrid can handle a certain number of they can only handle a certain number of people, and they can't have the gaming convention go on the same weekend. Or the same days as a, a football match. Yeah. It, this, so. is, this is like you like to make the comparison again. This is like you'd stamped Super Bowl in the center of like Las Vegas St. Patrick's weekend. It would right. just be insanity. Right, right. So the convention isn't scheduled yet. So once the convention is scheduled, uh, then we will, in theory, know when the L five R World Championships are because they'll be in that as a part of that convention. Now, having said that, we just received word from some of our one of our listeners, Sal. He's he's confirmed that he's going to go. There He's you go. set and ready. He's going to spend the money. He's got the excuse uh, to go to Madrid and I, to go yeah. to the world. So, I, you know. I checked the prices. I am and, not. <laughs> I checked the prices and it's $1,300 minimum. 
Uh, well, as, as you guys know, just I'm, to get there. I'm buying a house this year, so yes, I know why I'm yes, not going yes. <laughs> on a $1,300 trip Absolutely. to Madrid. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, so one of the things, so we were Gen Con would be cheaper at this point than going to Madrid. Oh, for sure. Oh, my yeah. God, for yeah. For sure. Like, Gen Con would be cheaper than the ticket to get to Madrid. <laughs> yeah, and back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but no, no. One of the reasons is Carl has some. Carl and and his uh, significant other have some great news. There, she's gotten a pro- promotion, a new a new job new offer. Job entirely, yeah, new job offer. So we'll be down. Basically, long and short, we'll be down in Denver within the next couple of months. So. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it, it, I don't know if you guys have any any real idea of our situation, but when we travel here, one 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 two thirds to a third of the group is making about a forty five minute, fifty minute drive Hour. at best. Yep. Yeah, you know, trip. Yeah. So, are you so? I'm curious what this means for your uh, employment at. Home I game. will not be at Haunted Game Cafe anymore. That's a that's a commute I can't handle financially and situationally. So yeah, it, I only at, do at it twice very, a week, and it's yeah. kind of rough on yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I mean, you're, you're going out to a whole bunch of people to teach. So yeah. yeah, and it's been ten years in the same job. I am. I've been. I've been ready to do something different for a while. Not in terms of like disliking my job, but going. I can do something else. I think I got a handle on this. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see what goes on for me. Frankly, we're earning. Jackie will be earning more than the two of us combined. So at least. Open it, at least on the open of things, it's a case, it's a chance for us to move down here and me find something else. So, right, I have Excellent. been, I'm gonna say this one, I reckon, I have been told to make games. My boss turned around to me and said, You should start a business and design games. I was like, Thanks, okay, there you Apparently go. I should, I've been trying to there do it for indie wise, but yeah. okay, yeah. um, not immediately, we can't afford that, <laughs> but I will try to. You know? So, does this mean we'll be able to play with you at Total Escape? Yeah, it's a fun one there actually, because. One of the things for me is looking at how my gaming landscape changes because obviously yeah. a, a group of friends, a group of friends of ours, play Gloomhaven for years. Right. So that'll probably still stay in because that's a, that's something. If I can run down here to record a podcast for an hour <laughs> or two, I can probably run up there every weekend to play a, a big old game yeah, of Gloomhaven. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it'll turn to the weekend. That's fine. Um, and also, the new version Frosthaven is kickstarting in March, and we were all, we were oh, all wow. like we were all drooling. So we're probably cool. going to do that. L five virals will switch some because I'm probably going to get him. There's a little more regular group. Sounds like with TEG, mm-hmm. uh, Keyforge. Keyforge I'll probably pick it up again, because why not? Also, Mass Mutation. Holy shit, that looks fun. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll rant Mutation about that. Mass Mutation does look good. I'll rant about that later, because I love the design, really I love the design cool. choices there. So, But, but yeah, the, that's one of those things to think about. The whole Dark Amber thing is cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so it's an interesting one, right? Like, a, a buddy of mine was talking about <laughs> coming down here. Um, one, one of the regular guys. A lot of our friends that we play online with are in Denver. Yeah, one of my wife's oldest friends, there, and she should be working about fifteen minutes away from her. So oh, they're both wow. doing the minions thing. They're both yeah, ah! yeah, 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 to yeah. See each other yeah, again, yeah. You know? um, And one of the guys was like, "Don't tell Carl, but I'm looking at the game stores in the region to see what I can find to help him out." And I'm like, "Dude, I've already checked. It's fine." But thank you. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'll say one. Thank you, John. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very cool. Uh, that's that's great news. Uh, have you be a part of our regular gaming group would be. Ideal, Pretty much you know. The plan, we'll who see. knows what happens? Who knows what we'll see? Well, part of the movie yeah. we're saying we have friends down here, so yay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now talking about talking yeah. about like local stuff. So Worlds is in Madrid, yay! Unfortunately, it doesn't look like anybody is going. Well, from uh, uh, anyone of the from, three from of us. Three, yeah. Well, yeah. considering that all three worlds that we've had so far have been won by Europeans, why not? <laughs> uh, There's another one that came up too. Not to get get back on the subject um, someone was saying how apparently the classical L5R age was varied between forth. UK and US yeah. and Europe yeah. 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 there okay. was a post yeah. about that on Reddit yeah. when the announcement was made which is very reasonable when you think about the population no, it's, it's, about it's, time, it's absolutely you know? fabulous honestly yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean think about we've uh, you know having been to Worlds now and seen what sort of the demographics are there's a lot of people from North America and there's a lot of people from Europe mm-hmm. and that's about it mm-hmm. so having it go back and forth so that every other year, 
the Europeans have a have a cheaper you know flight to get there mm-hmm. is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So I'm hoping that's what it ends up being that it Absolutely. swaps back and forth. Yeah, got to be an infrastructural fun, but we'll have to see how they, they handle that. You well, know, so. yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes this year and what what happens in Madrid, and you know, because this is like one of FFG's first time stepping away from using the game their game center as their were as, as their world's location, right? Right. Mm-hmm. They've used the other locations in Minnesota and in right. Minneapolis, St. Paul, yeah. for like I think Star Wars X Wing. They couldn't house it world at at their event center because it was too big, so they housed it somewhere else, and they're housing KeyForge Worlds. Uh, at another center in St. Paul, mm-hmm. but that's probably going to be you know, pretty large. Those are all local. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah. still local. Region. Yeah, right. still Twin Cities local. Yeah. yeah. On a related note, here's a good one for you that you guys may have no answer for me for. Um, do you know if Total Escape has um, applied to do the pop-up Gen Con stuff this year? I have no idea. Yeah, because I, I know. Don't I don't think so. Because I can very, very quietly say, and I'll find out later if there's a problem that Haunted has. So the idea is, it's the it's the Gen Can't. It's the do ah. a do a mini Gen Con at your location. It's like officially you get some bonus stuff that people won't get. You get a reason for people to come along. So it'd be interesting to see if like you know we did we did we tried to do um, card game tournament stuff there because of Gen Con people mm-hmm. can't go. So mm-hmm. hey, we'll do our version here. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I don't think Total Escape is doing that. Yeah. I haven't, place, I haven't heard anything from. There's it. enough place across Denver that pro- somewhere probably is. Was his chest is a good candidate? Yeah, they yeah. might be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, interesting one. I like that idea there. Of um, we've all been those ones where we just can't make it to the big thing. Right. So let's organize something. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I'm going on a cruise this summer, so nice. probably not going to be doing much in the way of you know game convention travel outside of Denver. Yeah. I, I thought for two sec- two like a hot two seconds for about like hey I could go to no I can't go to Madrid <laughs> <laughs> like, not really no no I I just that's no <laughs> that, that well but but if if it does flip flop then yeah. what w- people can do for those of you who are ca- for those of us who were ca- everybody was caught unawares this time yeah right? totally right. Yeah. but for those of us who were uh, who might have been able to but really just can't pull it like yourself like you're going on a cruise yeah. right now we know we have like okay. In twi- on even numbered years, it's right. going to be in Madrid or it's going to be in Europe. So it's my yeah. parents. So, it's my parents' fiftieth you know. wedding anniversary. So we're going on an Alaskan cruise, and hey. it's it's huge. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's a it's going to be it's going to be an expensive you know week two weeks whatever for us. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to basically tap me out for the year yeah, as far yeah. as travel goes. But if I wasn't doing that, and I could convince my wife to go with me. It w- Madrid would have been doable. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of a kind of similar situation there. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I told Brenda, I was like, hey, this is what's going on, and she's like, oh well. So when do we leave? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, the kids are in school. How are we gonna like? We have yeah. two children, right? Like, yeah. they're school aged children. They got to stay in school for the most part. Gonna say, and how, so how yeah, it's it's weird. It's like either I go alone, which would be fun, but not as fun as going with my wife. And, uh, and or if and I go would, with my wife, it, then and it kind of feels bad to leave yeah. the wife at home and go to someplace nice like yeah. Madrid. Yeah, yeah. something we've you know, never been. The, the, yeah. the, you know, that's something where you, it's like you should go with your family, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's yeah. like I always forget. It's like latish November for average dates. I d- no 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 no. It's early, early November. Yeah, Usually so first weekend. Okay, in November so early November is a rough one on school schedules. Yeah. Yeah. But but we don't know what Madrid is again. Yeah, we have no. And they don't have and Madrid doesn't have Thanksgiving. To deal Issues, with, right? Yeah, totally, they don't yeah. schedule around Thanksgiving. So if the fates line up, you know, it would be Thanksgiving, and that would open up a lot of people's schedules because yeah. they wouldn't have to take quite awesome. so much time off although, of work. Although your Who travel knows? costs we'll would be fun. Yeah. yeah, your travel costs might be more yeah. steeper. That's true. That's yeah. true. Certainly, so, we've been, certainly we've been in the country. So so yeah, I I wish I could go and hang out with the uh, the unicorn folks again this you know this year, but I won't be able to. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so uh, moving more local, we had uh, an LVO, Dan, Handsome Dan, as he's known. Wait, one wait, of the we Jade had Throne an guys. LVO? An, an as LVO? It, as if there are, as there are multiple LVOs? No, an LVO. It was the Las Vegas Open, I guess. Right. So <laughs> so why wouldn't you say the LVO instead of an LVO? Because it happens annually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's only yeah, one year. So the Oscars, okay. you don't call it an Oscar. <laughs> you had an Oscar nearby. <laughs> we're having we yeah, so we're an having Oscars, an Oscars this year. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway, so we had uh, so, we had the Las so Vegas pedan- Open. So pedantism aside, Las so, Vegas Open. <laughs> Dan as Lion won the LVO. I'm with you, sir. I'm with he you. went. We went for it with a with a Lion Tower. Uh, funny because the day after we recorded last time. Uh, I won a local ten-person tournament yeah, with Lion that. Tower myself. Um, I changed it up a little bit. I had a staging ground. Like I made a few last-minute changes based on my play style. So this and is- it ended up really helping me out. It was really quite fun. So, mm-hmm. so this this brings up an interesting conversation. Sure. That I was I've been having with an ongoing conversation. I've been having with our friend Eric Torres. Yeah. Uh, who has he started out playing the the unicorn version of the tower, and now he's onto the lion version of the tower. Mm-hmm. And the last time, uh, was it two weeks ago? You know, he he wiped the floor with me again with that deck. And I my my response after we were over, I'm like, wow, that deck's unbeatable. He's like, no, 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 it's 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 you know, it's got it's got some bad matchups. It's got you know, it's 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 you know, it gets beat by Krabbits and blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Krabbits is too hard to run efficiently, and it's, it's there's too much variance in, in the Krabbits deck. You have to you have to know how to run that deck. The Lion Tower deck is an autopilot. It wins, and it's almost it's unbeatable. Old school, old school Dragon Towers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, turn it on, turn it on. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I think. Well, I haven't played the unicorn one, but from talking to Jason, J- Jason feels yeah. that the unicorn one is pretty autopilot. Having played the lion one, it's not quite there. It's I think it's a little bit more challenging. And I play a variant. I don't play whatever playing playing the is playing the standard version a, of it. Every time I've every time I've seen it played so far, and it's only a handful so far, but every game goes the same. I know I know exactly what's it's you know exactly what's going to hit the table when okay. playing against beats. it. Yeah. It is not hard. Eric's version of it is very draw heavy. He pulls a shit ton of cards into his hand mm-hmm. and then puts and puts all of them onto one guy and then and then just you know beats your face in. Right. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So and, we, and it's it's it it plays the same way every time. It is ultra consistent. My fun unicorn weenies deck that I've been playing mm-hmm. doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. have to, I have to win that game, first round. I have to go first and get three breaks and be on to stronghold. That you know, yeah, get the kill yeah, ready yeah, instantly. Yeah. Now we have we have some listener questions related to this. So yeah, oh, okay. so, so we'll it. talk more about. We'll get into yeah. the, the just just a quick one for you guys. Have you seen um, Phoenix and or Scorpion against it at all? I'm kind of curious how it's what his matchups are like. Uh, no, I'm I've been playing. I've been I've kind of rotated on Jigoku for the last few weeks. I've been rotating between three decks: yeah. a Scorpion deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Phoenix, uh, Kitsu, uh, uh, not uh, Isomar yes. Morisato IMS deck, mm. and then a the Lion deck that I've been basically. Okay. Yeah, playing. Phoenix. Phoenix can be competitive against it from what I've from what I've heard, but from from what I from what my experience is, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure that Phoenix is is fast enough to stop the tower. Interesting. Okay. If you if you can if you can get it consumed by five fires off, great. You can yeah, probably take you can, pr- you can probably take you can probably take that character off the mm-hmm. table. Yeah, yeah. But 
you need that consumed by five fires and you need that five fate. Yeah. So I think if um, Fate Worse Than Death comes back off the uh, the restricted the restricted options, or rather becomes a viable restricted option, so it, it could know. become it could, there could well, be a, a scorpion deck built around that that combats yeah. the the lion tower. But the, it's the the yeah the problem with any of the events like any of the conflict events is yeah. that defend your honor is a thing totally right, yeah, and that's know. where the that tower the unicorn version of it and to some extent the lion version of it as well. I don't play Keeper. I have a Seeker, so I'm not playing the Defend Your Honor. But the Keeper versions of these, you have three Defend Your Honors, two yep. Centers maybe, yeah, right? Yeah. And so there's a lot. And so any of those in-conflict events... You have to have a stay your hand in your hand. Yeah, yeah. In order in order to take it down. Yeah. Or And, and not have them have a Finger of Jade. Yeah. Like finger yep. of Jade is yeah. a thing too, right? And mm-hmm. Fate Worse Than Death, the reason it's consumed is kind of the answer here is because consumed doesn't target. Yeah, totally, yeah. So, it's either blankets cool. will do well. Yeah. 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 But yeah, wow. Fate Worse Than Death, fate, you know, finger, yeah. one Finger Jade. Yeah, I'm thinking thinking, thinking that all the um, the, the assassination-based tricks, maybe the maybe the character kills with enough combo. Because if it's basically the center of the game, it's worth it's worth focusing on to take it. But yeah, I'm pondering how it's going to well, be handled. So, yeah. so I've got my current build of my Unicorn Weenie deck has three assassinations and three Unleash the Djinn in it. Wow. <laughs> and it, it, so far, it hasn't done anything yeah. against that well, deck. I'm thinking more the um, the character effect-based ones rather than events. Right. So, the you know, the Ar- Aramoros and Shoju and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So. Oh, maybe the consistent ma- kills. Yeah, consistent kills, yeah. So maybe if I went, you know, Unicorn with a Scorpion Splash like that and yeah. use some of that, those those conflict characters or whatever, maybe. Yeah, but, maybe, yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I haven't encountered it, so I'm just spitballing, so, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, that that is a seriously good deck, and Ian, Eric even... Uh, on, on what side the other day conceded I think Doug's right this is the best deck. <laughs> yeah. there's the spike we're looking for we'll see some lion shake up so. I personally can't beat that deck right so well I ha- and I haven't either I've had challenging games against it but I haven't ever won now we'll see what Dallas holds like f- there's a Fort Worth Dallas Cote yeah. Dallas right. Fort Worth Cote the- uh, I think next weekend so we'll see what that holds and see what the meta does one of the things we they did have new fiction it's called uh, as we mentioned in our intro, what the eye cannot see—it's a dragon Kitsuki story. And now Doug is, hasn't read it yeah, yet. The answer is two I'm sets of eyes haven't guys. seen it and, yet. And, so, and, and Carl <laughs> has only skimmed it. Yeah, I, I looked at the first page too and went, "You know what? I'll wait." I read yeah. it this morning. It's really cool. Yeah, it looks. It looks it's, fun. It's, well, it's Kitsuki stuff. So we got good old detective noir, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did have <laughs> to. Know. I did have to um, read the first paragraph or two a couple times <laughs> just well, trying damn, to follow now I have to go home and on. read it yeah because <laughs> that so. sounds that sounds awesome but so we'll talk about that some other time so yeah. hey at least so there's it, no spoilers well, this time well, guys. Say, yeah yeah yeah, yeah no, spoil, no spoiler warning at the same time which will be reaction ranting about clan war because the freaking release versus this podcast is timed well oh yeah it should if we if we're a week forward it would be the day before we'd be all going ah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably what we're going to be talking about next cast. Yeah. Along, with, along with freaking Wrecking Crew and the Rock'em Park, it's a hell of a week. Uh, so, you know, yeah. that, I'm, l- I'm looking forward to Wrecking Crew. Yeah, totally. That series has, that, that set, that card set, what the hell? What expansion? Series. That box. There you Clan go. War <laughs> expansion. I was going to say, say series. Flip, 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 flip yeah, going words. The, you know? the English, the words. Yeah. They, exactly. they will come eventually, just work on it. <laughs> but the Clan War, I think, is really exciting. It's I'm... Wondering how much people will play team. Yeah. I'm, I, well, okay. I'm. You curious. know, it's it's pretty cool. I I want to play team. Yeah. I don't know that we just have we don't have a critical mass at total escape, so we would have to kind of hold 
like a night a quote two, unquote, we, tournament well, open say, play event. A, a two, as I saying a two-headed giant, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it would have event. to. We have yeah. to do. You know, if we get the four of us, you, me, Jason, and Eric there, we could do a two on two. Right. Right. But you know, that, that, then it'd be a case of, well. You you had Jason last time, Tobin. So I'm going to take Jason this time, and uh, well, <laughs> or from, whatever. Right, I was going to say from, right. the yeah, so be, from the discussion you've had there, it's the two tower decks. Okay, so who's taking it? And then who's taking Tobin <laughs> or Doug? Right? You know. Like, well, right. and like, and you know. and uh, <laughs> the issue with two v two is it can go really long. Yeah, is it the, really yeah. long. It's like is like people been testing like looking at three and seeing it a bit slower or a bit a bit a bit quick pacier at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, testing uh, had games come clocking in at over two hours. That's honestly uh, for team not, stuff. That's if expected. not north of three. Yeah, yeah. That's so, when we get rough. Well, yeah. okay. So this is where we're getting into the board game version of L five R. Yeah, and again, that's fine. You know, yeah. that's and that's the way yeah. you have to look at it. This this version of L five R is not necessarily like a tournament thing. Yeah. You know, if if you have events, and I, and I'm hoping that they do actually have you know team events at Worlds and at you know like Gen Con and stuff like that for like the North American Championships and stuff like that. Oh, that side, would be awesome. Side events yeah. of this thing would be cool. Yeah. Just like the the draft side events were really awesome. So yeah. you know, I'm all in favor of you know good side events for of good formats of l5r but it's going to be one of those things where it's like you know instead of it being kind of like you know a tournament thing it's more like a, a role-playing game session where you, you get you buy your slot for a four-hour game session and you and then you you pay play one game of you know 2v2 3v3 whatever l5r mm-hmm. for that slot right at yeah. a, or a convention you could, slot. they could they could schedule as i'm as you're speaking i'm trying to think of this they could schedule like a three-round tournament eight teams yeah and th- have it have it be like three hour round. Oh wow! Like okay, that. I was thinking ninety minute. <laughs> For two, I don't oh, no, know. No, 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 no. Like I, I yeah. seriously, like yeah. the the yeah. It's to, these are going to be long to, games. Yeah, to, to give it, there's a lot yeah. of coordination. Yeah, you're you're breaking a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. The uh, the team conquest, right? The team conquest version. You're trying to break all the provinces. I just like to point right. out, by the way, with the Which various formats. why it's called the Team Conquest. Yeah, I was going to say, with the various formats we have now, we're starting to sound like the Counter-Strike community. It's kind of funny. One v one be bro, come on. Yeah, you don't even know the half. So, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I think it, I think you're, you're, you're looking at a, a, a game setup for a side event where it's like, okay, you know, we've got this, you know, eight-hour, 12-hour, whatever tournament going on. And when you're knocked out of that, you know, a, a slot of, you know, of team is going to be starting up. So, you know, that's right, the way right, to spend right. the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's cool. I think that's actually a good idea. And I think people could really get into that. You know, that would give you a chance to really get deep into L5R with, with little time pressure where you can really, you know, get into the, the strategy and the tactics and really, you know. And the theme. I mean, yeah. honestly, you could have a crane and a lion player playing next to each other. Like, yes. <laughs> right, they're they're on the same team and they're fighting, but you know, there's the there's. I I mean, I imagine we're having uh, a truce right now so that we can fight this common enemy over yes, here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Well, that, I mean, there's one there's one for your Shadowland stuff, right? Do we do we start going into um, one of my favorite thing in 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 variant co-op games, which is the the boss character? Uh-huh. You know, the Shadowlands deck, which is hi, I can take on three decks. <laughs> Go. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, depending hey, what hey, game hey, you're in, that's if, really if good we fun. Ever, well, if we ever get something like that, that would be That's awesome. basically what Marvel Champions is, right? Yeah, sort of. But right? there, there are a couple of actual games where the player pilots that. Um, right. Hero Realms does it, where there are boss decks. Oh, literally, uh, oh, Here I am. Okay, I use the regular gotcha, rules, but gotcha. I'm stupidly powerful. Okay. The original WoW LCG did it with um, Anixia. Where you play decks against um, the raid boss. And okay. Multiple stages, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. so, so yeah. you're saying someone plays 
the, so it would be like as if someone is playing the Fulang. <laughs> Fulang deck or the yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that would be cool. Wow, that would, that would be that's neat. pretty oh, yeah. neat. Like yeah. I, even, just even if it was just like a Marvel Champions sort of setup, where you know, just yeah, like with an automated like, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, with an automated yeah. deck, that would be fine. Yeah, More but you know, we'll so. see. We'll you know, maybe we'll see what happens. Because think about that. Think about using the Enlightenment system, where if um if the Shadowland ones claims a ring, it's gone. Like it's oh. out of play. Oh, the only geez. way to use it again is to get it back. Wonderful so corruption. They're corrupting the rings. If they corrupt all five, they win. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get the ring Somehow back before you can use fight, it. Get that ring back. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrifice a, a character with that yeah. element. Well, or oh, oh like yeah. That. Well, you, well, there's normal stuff. Go, go break the province. You, the provinces don't break. Yeah. Right? All you're doing. Like, okay. Total spitball. Here's a crazy idea. It's entirely survival. You've got a, a timer that wears down some corruption counter on the Shadowland side. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything you do that would take honor away or break something reduces that timer. And whenever, whenever the, the, the Shadowlands player um, wins a ring, they corrupt it and stick it on a province. And the only way for anyone to use it again is to go and get it back. They corrupt all five, they win. Go. Yeah. I okay. mean, that's a fun system straight yeah. away, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, but that's not in Clan War. <laughs> yeah, <it's really> so. <laughs> yeah that's not in Clan of, War. It's kind of thing that like um, it, it expands out into it nicely. That, that's about you know that's yeah. a great idea. And maybe the FFG guys are listening yeah. and you know have there you go. Are there. making notes, there you but. Go, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, so like with the with what we have coming in Clan War though, you know, with the nice you know uh, competitive team uh, enlightenment, you know that sort of thing, I, I think it's cool, and I am looking forward to having additional ways to play. You know, yeah, I've, I've played Battle be- Box; it's really cool. I've yeah. I've uh, uh, I played Daimyo format. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I would like to play more of that, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. think the Team Conquest and the free free for all to to a lesser extent, but Team Conquest is really a like a it, that's a kitchen table game. It's a game yeah. night. That's it's not necessarily yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not necessarily. Uh, it's go, like sitting down to, to an evening of the Arkham Horror Board game or something well, like that. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying yeah. for I've been saying for a while that this is the Euro card game. This mm-hmm. is its weight, its style, its play, its play feel. So this is just turning it into you know Lahab, a Euro style board, or game, Stone yeah. Age or whatever. Or the current ones like Maracaibo and. Uh, um, Hadara would be about that kind of weight and size. One little thing I'll throw in, and I have no major thoughts on the, how this will work, but I'm really interested to see what the meta of L5R Play Nights is like as Clan War comes out. How many people are suddenly going to be doing free-for-alls? How much of that is going to be um, not one-on-ones and doing this instead? I'm really right. curious. I don't know. I'm really curious. Yeah. It'll depend on the community, that that yeah. community itself, yeah. those those people themselves, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we uh, I, a couple of weeks ago, when we thought we were going to record last week, uh, yes. I put out the call for some listener questions on both Facebook and Reddit. And so we got a plethora of them, a page and a half, page or so of questions, say, which is awesome. Jesus First thanks, off, guys. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. First off from uh, only Alduk from Reddit. The only Alduk. The, the only Alduk. He you, you, asks you, you, or you she have a problem asks. with the definite article? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, you seem to have a poor relationship. Well, with let's not get off subject, but that name there is either you know the name Alduk or you know the duck component used as the base in alchemy. I'm not sure which. So you know, to be fair here, <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just commenting on Tobin's lack of the use of the word the. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they ask, following the recent announcement that rotation has been postponed, I'd like your thoughts on what you believe is the ideal size for the L5R card pool. Well, this is one that I've commented on a couple of times. Yeah, well, let's yeah. start with the obvious bit, which is one that's one that's big enough to be support a varied play and small enough to be manageable, which is a magic number that none of us can really name. But so, right. so I mean, yeah. I'm going to rehash a little bit of what I've said before, but I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully, I'll have a little bit of a twist on it. With the way that L5R deck building works, you need a large card pool. You need a you need a, a much larger card pool than than other LCGs have had. Okay, past. so so yeah, so but what's is 
look at the ver- look at the variants we have right now. Right, we have mm-hmm. variants amongst the variety, decks right say. now, yeah. a variety of decks, but we also have, but not within clan, not as much, yeah, because that's you, ha- you, you cannot look at the you cannot look at the entire card pool as a whole for this game. Yeah, I be- well, that's that's yeah. a point I've been tr- I've, that yeah, I maybe no, haven't no. said in yeah. that in those words, but that's the point I've been trying to get across. Yeah, yeah. For about no, two you've years got a fair now. point. We need to think about the card pool differently. Don't think of it in terms of I think what exactly what you're about to say is don't think in terms of the card pool as a whole. Uh, how big that is. Think how big is it per clan? I'm Literally. Not. Yes. I'm yeah. Not. No, no, I was saying that it's interesting because most people talk it in terms of, you know, should it be a 1200 card one? I'm not, we're not being accusatory. No, no, no. no. Not, not accusation. Just, it, it's, I, 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 all of a sudden, I get exactly what you talk about. Yeah. How much variation does each clan have? Because there's so little cross pollination. There is some, but there's not tons between clans. With, with 10 to 13 you know. influence, yeah. how, you get what? Three cards, four cards yeah, out of out your of splash. Yeah. A, a, a better question is how big is the dynasty pool for each clan? Because that's the big one. Yeah, and yeah. and that is actually uh, how many how many different dynasty decks can you build? Yeah, that are that are really different. Yeah, fair question. So so yeah. and and that's actually kind of limited. Now yeah. you, with with neutral cards, you've got a little bit of flexibility, but each clan has a very limited pool of of what they can do, and you're really only looking for looking at one-seventh of the card pool at any time. Yeah, exactly. We have a tiny little percentage variance for conquest for right. conflict cards. Yeah, completely. Yeah, no, I, 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 as you said that, you're quite right. I had never thought of that way, but yeah, it's not, it's not down to overall pool size. It's pool per clan. Yeah. yeah. What, what, can, what can be built for one clan? So yeah. it honestly actually needs to be, I think, either where it's at now, you know, what, what, what Tyler's latest announcement is, yeah. or possibly a little bit bigger. Yeah, or, or like you say, maybe this is... I was going to say, some way of improving, of increasing what available pool is available to each clan without massively oversizing the card pool. Oh, you know, so, on, so an obvious he's running for the numbers. Tobin, Tobin's been, looking at the ceiling and his eyes, his eyes are going back and forth. He's been processing he's got, for a while. He's, so, yeah, yeah. He's, he's running some numbers in his head, yeah. folks. But yeah, like, um, so like the idea that, you know, an obvious one to me, for example, like if I was to look at the problem and go, okay, we need to improve, improve diversity and not overflow the card pool right. is improve, increase the number of neutrals. Yeah. But that leads to, that can lead to balance issues, you know. It could. But, but yeah, so, it's one okay. of the obvious ones. So you've had a, you've had this thoughtful look on your face for a while, Tobin. Like you're running through numbers He's in been your loading. head. He's been loading for a while. No, so. no, no, okay, let, Professor, I'm, let us have it. I'm just I'm just thinking that so right now we're I think we're in a good place right now with respect to numbers of cards and each they are not top tier, but each clan has at least two builds that yeah. are Competitive, two, two quote unquote, two philosophies, shall we say? Right, two philosophies. Yeah, that's right? pretty much how we go. So we yeah. talk about lion swarm. We talk about uh, lion commander, lion swarm, unicorn yeah. commander, unicorn swarm. Talk about scorpion KB. Uh, we talk, you know, scorpion versus, KB conquest and, dishonor, and scorpion yeah. dishonor. Yeah. We talk about crabbits. We talk about crabic defense. Crab crab defense has fallen by the wayside. You know, but so and then there's yeah. Phoenix IMS, and then there's Phoenix. Kunisawa. Modern, modern good stuff. So yeah. yeah, so there's some of those are are still being developed, and I agree with Tyler. And we, you know, from our experience, once you cut two out, you you can't drop off that many, right? You're talk, talking about cutting out two cycles. Yeah. But because we have the seven clan packs out, and then cutting two cycles away to go down to three would be rough, mm-hmm. right? Would be rough. And that's essentially what we're talking about. We're going. You don't. You don't actually go back down to three. You go down to two plus one, two cycles plus one pack. Uh huh. Right. And that's that's too much of a cut. 
you're cutting half the pool at that point. So I think I think where we what the plan is now, yeah. where you get to seven and cut two, that's probably okay. That 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 should that should leave us with most of the time like post uh, right after a rotation event we should still have a decent sized card pool right yeah um and then other strongholds are coming out i mean look at but, look at scorpion Scor- we know a scorpion stronghold is coming out in the next cycle oh yeah and course. and so those are going to be partitioned out soon enough mm-hmm. right and, and, and this is something that it's going to need to be tweaked so you know it may take one rotation event to see what how this works out but I would think that you know you might even wait until instead of cycle seven, cycle eight, to give just a little bit more flexibility of card pool. You know, I wouldn't want it much more than that but necessarily. You, but you don't want to. I mean, the fear that I have is that you start breaking the game, right? Like, you have has the game hmm. ever not been broken at this point? <laughs> well, in, there, in there are, some way, there's broken and broken. See, I right. turn it, I, I, turn I, it around. I agree that yeah. it's not the level of broken that I think Tobin is like is, having uh, having to. Yeah. That many cards to choose from would and be a balancing the nightmare. Absolutely, yeah. best ones. I think that's where Tyler was saying that this is a test. We're going to go from. We're not going to set it be at five. We're going to go to seven. But he did institute the ban and restricted. He yeah. instituted the ban list, right? right. So yeah, then, totally. Well, yeah. That gets See, rid of. There's a good question cards. for me: is if you went, if you did run to eight, and then you're dropping what? When you do that switch, you're dropping the three. Two. 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 Dropping two. two. Dropping two. two. Oh, so. So you, so you drop down one. to six. Drop to six. Okay, so you go a little bit lower. So okay, when you yeah. trick, it right. would just be a yeah. little, just be one no, more yeah. cycle. Okay, yeah. I was thinking about something different. Then, so forget that. But it, it would, it would give one more cycles worth of flexibility to the card pool at all times. Yeah. But maybe that's too much. You know, well, to, Tobin might be right that that yeah. may be that may be too hard to balance. Yeah. Well, maybe when five you, and seven is the right number. The rotation yeah. event would be the first pack of the seventh cycle. Yeah. So then the first two would drop off. So then you would have four four cycles plus one. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Four cycles plus one would be the smallest. Yeah. yeah your your card yeah. pool. Would so get yeah. To. So I'm thinking that maybe like first pack of eighth cycle might be yeah. might be a little more better for flexibility of card pool. Yeah. Thought for the you know uh, for a long time that the the per clan card pool has been way too restricted. Yeah. Just I because think, there were I, I think what you said there is yet. sorry. What you said there is nailed it for me, which is uh, a different viewpoint. I'm now no longer thinking how many cards you mean the card pool. I, my my viewpoint is you rotate you, you while rotating uh, ensure that there's about two viable plays for every clan. As long as you're there, we're healthy. Yeah, and At I least, think and, you know, but yeah. we're and we're not talking about the clan packs. The yeah. clan packs all being released, I think, really opened things yes, up. Yes, totally. Yeah. Right. So it's not. We haven't had a cycle since Soldier's Duty came out in what November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we haven't had like that's it. But yeah. the various play styles have happened because we have. All the clan packs out. And, Kravitz and well, was born out of well, that. Well, and the and the um, the banner restricted has shaken up what could, what's yes. workable. So yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. So. so there you go. If that was any help. So uh, <laughs> now his next question. Yeah, that was a long answer, huh? Next question is L five R is now the only remaining competitive LCG. It's actually been the only remaining competitive LCG well, for a time. Well, if we say card games, he's, anyway. Well, no, yeah. he's talking about uh, Destiny. I think. Yeah, he's, he's uh, talking about now Destiny. Now, Destiny let's being, you, now Destiny has dropped off. We yeah. have a yeah. It's the the customizable card game uh, products from FFG are yeah. now like competitive yes. customizable card games are now one. Yeah. Uh, do yeah. we expect new ones to launch in the next few years, or do you rather think uh, FFG will concentrate its focus on this game? Well, I hope they continue to focus on this game. I know Tyler is focused on this game. 
do I hope FFG releases comes up with a new com- competitive card game, customizable card game? Yes. Uh, it's no secret that I'm a lover of the Warhammer 40k Conquest system. <laughs> oh god! And Here I we think go. <laughs> that it would map There's over to the Keyforge universe very freaking well. Like, come on! Like, that's just three keys. The three keys are right now in the Keyforge unique card game are yellow, blue, and red. <laughs> you could easily make the yellow one green and call it. Conquest the Crucible or Crucible <laughs> Conquest or whatever the heck you want to. M- M- and it Munitions, would be exactly the strategy. same freaking yeah. game. You take yeah. out the Clavix War Leader, you take out <laughs> the problematic cards, you had a beta run a few years back, you're good. Right? Yeah. I think so. So I think that's so less of a do we think they will and more Tobin going wishless, please. If, and, if, yeah. if you haven't, you know, like talked to Tobin in person in a while, <laughs> or you know, if you you know if you ever run into him at Worlds or something like that. D- don't ask him about this because you're going to hear this exact same rant again. This is about the 80th time I've heard this rant. And honestly, I, I give him hell, but he's right. <laughs> you know? Now, to to put a slightly different spin on it, it's interesting because just before the, not to sew with a tone, the recent uh, layoffs and restructuring we saw in FFG, yeah. I would have been going uh, absolutely definitely because um, FFG, that's how they lifeblood. You can, you can love it or hate it, but they they are doing the whole, hey, no, something new, hey, something new, hey, something new. I've been fortunate to be in on the playtest for, like, three new products, and I really enjoy that. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. see and I understand how that helps and how that helps the well, hobby yeah, What you're talking about is yeah. you're talking about how uh, FFG traditionally is a board game company. Yeah, bingo. So, yeah. And, and if you if you look at the model that they've used for LCGs up to this point, even though they haven't necessarily intended to, they've followed the same model. You put out base game. Mm-hmm. Base game starts selling, then you put out, you know, X number of expansions, and then that game is done, you move on to the next one. Yeah, it's matured. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly so. So that's the way that the that you know, the board game industry kind of works. Yeah. I mean, let's turn this FFG around. Does what FFG does is now is basically lifestyle games. Right. I mean, X-Wing is an LCG in, in miniatures mm-hmm. format. Mm-hmm. Destiny was doing it in a CCG style, so rotation and, mm-hmm. and products. Everything else was. So... Until recently, I would have said absolutely definitely. I still think they're going to, but I will point out that there is a shift in the industry right now. You guys may or not be familiar with um, AEG. Oh, yeah. The, the AEG Current, as it were, who um, are one of the big board game guys in general. They were they were the, um, I was going to say unfair things, but they were highly prolific for many years in the row. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were yeah, yeah. machine gunning games out the door. And I think it was partway through last year they went... Yeah, we're done with that. We're going to do a few products a year and focus on them. We're going to do the FFG model. As actually, it were. I think the, it's been more oh. than a year. They're sort of like kind they, of like a canary in a coal mine. Yeah, they, they, they're not the only one to do this. So I wonder if FFG will do a little more. Like, basically, let's put it this way: if FFG announces something else other than Destiny that's being closed off as a line, we know, for example, that say Imperial Assault has been mentioned as being complete in the same way that mm-hmm. um, Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings card game, right. being treated as complete. It will have a finite end. It will still be produced, but no new releases. Right? If more of that happens, then I think yes. I I think um definitely yes. You will definitely absolutely definitely see a new card game within the next year, personally. No, something like that. Well, uh, they new, do all, They game. always do them at Gen Con, right? Yeah, so. you know, new lifestyle game. Yeah. But. I think less aggressively than they had, it seems to be the move where the industry is going, which is a more a more sustainable, sensible thing, I feel. You so. also have to look at, at, at what's happened in the LCG uh, division of, of FFG up to this point. Mm-hmm. If a new competitive LCG comes out, that could spell the death of L5R. Yeah, I mean, they're still... Well, they're, well they're, I think one of the things I've realized is cannibalizing. Yes. Yeah, cannibalizing. The, FFG is the is the... 
poster boy for cannibalizing its own customers. Right. From so game to the, game, yeah, so. that's yeah. that's something that board game sort of mentality of we're going to put out the board game, and then we're going to put out a few expansions, and then, then that product is complete, and we're going to move on to the next thing. Yeah. Where that has sort of infected the LCG world, yeah. whereas they're not really up to this point following the Magic the Gathering sort of model the of life, the lifestyle lifestyle, lifestyle yeah. game that we continue to support for decades. Yeah, totally. So the, with Keyforge, they have to do that. If mm. Keyforge is going to be successful, it can't be something where they put out you know five sets and then are done. Yeah. It has to be something where they build a community that, yeah. that it lives on lifestyle. That, yeah, that, totally. that lives it for years and years and years. And in, unless we want to see L five R possibly get marginalized and go out the door, maybe they shouldn't do another competitive LCG. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, yeah. this is probably a controversial statement for me, maybe, but yeah. but they you know L five R is a heavy game. You can yeah. do you can do a competitive LCG reach other people. There's, oh yeah, there's going to be some there's going to be some overlap, yeah. but you can do a lighter game. Yeah, well, keep in mind. I think our conversation here is ignoring which market you end up with, who you target. I think we're talking generally, just in mm-hmm. sustaining of board game interest, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, you're quite right. There's, I mean, Marvel Champions and Arkham Horror have proven this. Like I've been, I've, I just this week was arguing on the internet that they can live alongside each other just fine because they are, while sounding very similar, completely different markets. Hundred like percent. Well, so, if you yeah. look at if you look at the structures of those two games, if you're a fan of both of them, which I am a little bit, mm-hmm. you more so, they're they're basically the same game. In in, in the same in the, the same way that um, the, poker and L five R are the same game. Yes, well, they're both the, card games. The, you know, no, no, no. Yeah, well, no, 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 no the trappings are very similar. Yeah. There 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 are different nuances, but you've got this idea of this AI deck that you play against with your friends and you're trying to beat yeah, the deck. Yeah, functionally, that's what I'm getting. So, like, yeah. so, so there there there's a lot of similarity between those two games. Now, the the details are are much different. There there yeah. you know there there's different flavor, there's different, you know, the they they do play differently. They have different rules. Yeah. But the, you know, under under the at the very core of what they are, they're kind of the same game. Yeah. And so they're going to cater to slightly different audiences, but they're going to, you know, but there's a segment there that uh, that they both could live in because it maybe I don't like. Well, they are appearing Cthulhu different things. There, yeah. there are lots of people out there who really don't like Lovecraftian things. Yeah, for not, them, that's Marvel. Marvel Champions could be the game for them. Yeah. Well, say so not to extend this out. There are the different video games on the same hardware. Yeah, they're, they're going to be played by video game players, but they appeal to different markets. Well, so. they're also they're also sort of the same. They're like the same category of video game on the same, same hardware. hardware. Totally. You know, that's where I would put it. All right. So next question from the only Alduk: If you could pick one minor clan to gain prominence in the LCG, which one would it be? Just after the recent stuff, hair. I hadn't really seen much about them. They look kind of cool and interesting. All right. I'd certainly like to know what happens to the rest of that story. Yeah, <laughs> Doug. Well, so my answer kind of. <laughs> My answer comes from a friend of mine, actually. What's that? Our friend Kelly loves the Kitsune. That would have been my other one, to be fair. <laughs> and uh, I might actually be able to get him to play this game if the Kitsune were a playable clan. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. awesome still play, he, I, might be able to, yeah. I might be able to pry Vitez out of his hand and get to put L5R <laughs> into his hand if the Kitsune were playable. There cool. you go. Uh, I'll say Dragonfly. I don't know anything about that one. Got to admit. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Just because I saw the icon at one point and the the, nice the thing stuck yeah. in my head. If I remember, and fox and hare and uh, uh, yeah. mantis seemed to be like you know all taken. So I'll figure I'll go for that. If I remember correctly, in the old story, the dragonfly. the dragonfly were like a heavily archer. They're like they were they, their big thing was archery. Oh, okay. 
And they eventually become a part of the Mantis clan when the Mantis become a ma- major clan. The Inverti Bros faction. You're just a fan of Jaws that um, open the right, right, yeah, and yeah, stand yeah, out yeah. and grab. Um, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> considering that we're probably never going to see the Mantis as a playable clan, uh, awesome. you know, the Dragonfly would be cool. Yeah, I, it, it, he's not. I don't think uh, Alduk is asking about playable clan. I think everybody. You just remind oh, me yeah. of this old now. story stuff. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. exactly when you bring up minor clans. That's pretty much where we go, right? Yeah. So, you know. oh, yeah. so do we still play Warhammer Conquest from time to time? I have played it twice. I've played it once with Rick Reinhardt, uh, Worlds 2018, and I played it again with somebody else at Worlds 2019. So it seems to be an annual event for me, uh, one or two games a year. I still have my cards. They're sitting right over here. I've bound. I've put a lot of them, the f- one copy of each, into sleeve uh, to uh, sleeves. The binder or to sleeves. Binders, binders, right? Yeah. So that I can look at them because they're they are beautiful. An archive period of time yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my only forty k stuff since then, other than the novels and things, um, played a fair bit of Kill Team, the small scale mm-hmm. miniatures, and um, what do you call it? What is it these days? Warhammer Underworld in its various form, the Shade oh, okay. Spire Night Vaults. Cool. Well, yeah. worth checking out. But yeah, yeah. no, no yeah. conquest for a while. So. Yeah, no conquest. I haven't played so like pretty much since it died. Yeah, reasonable. Uh, yeah, I still have my cards. I haven't. I still haven't gotten rid yeah. of them. It, but it, it hasn't had the uh, the uh, um, fanatical uh, netrunner necromancy of Nisei. Yes, you know, yes, which yes, is doing yes, a wonderful yes. job. Well, yeah. yeah well, so. netrunner had was the the biggest LCG community ever. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. it was the most popular LCG that that FFG, FFG's had. So it, it makes sense that there would be, there'd be a a, a, lo- a loyal following that keeps it going. Yeah, totally. Uh, Perfect White asks. How do you feel about card errata in general? I find it incredibly difficult to keep up with and remember compared to the banned restricted lists. So I often just treat errata cards as if they were banned myself. Well, <clears> let's <throat> be fair. Errata cards are a nuclear deterrent. They're the absolute last last line last line option, right? So we don't want to see them, but sometimes sometimes it has to happen. That's I think truth. I'm going to agree yeah. with Tyler on this one. I think we've had a little too much card errata. We've but we it's been needed. Yeah. Uh, but you absolutely should not uh, treat errated cards as if they're banned. That's I think that's you're I think you're denying yourself a lot of play experience by doing that. I think right. you're probably damaging your local meta. Is the kick is the honest yeah. fact. If you're playing with any kind of decent sized group, then ignoring their existence, ignoring that that card's changed, and 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 by proxy ignoring the card exists is asking for imbalance. So, you know? so yeah, like there's and what are the ones? Which are the cards that 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 like we and I. I'm gonna perfect white. I'm gonna step in for you here and say errata that changes the function of the card instead of correcting the card to change to play as intended, mm-hmm. right? Know, the play yes. as intended yeah. errata that makes sense. You don't have to remember that. You're like yeah. this. The, the yeah. way it makes sense it's the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The intuitive sense I get. Yeah, that's how I play it. So resto changes significantly mm-hmm. against the waves. Changed significantly. Ki changes kind of significantly. Ki yeah. changed significantly. Uh, feast or famine changes kind of significantly. Yep. Yeah. Let's let's rewind a second to make it clear. Yeah, we're talking functional rata right now. We all are. None right. of us really give. No one. No one. No one is really going to massively complain about the meaning errata. of a car being clarified, which right. is the errata that changes. Right. So. so, if you're going to include those in your deck, you know, I don't think it's a to- too tough a load to remember. Oh yeah, this card's been changed. Yeah. Well, right? and, and so some of those cards are going to come out. And to, to to come out in OP stuff, feast or famine. I have to keep reminding myself because I don't play with it very often. So I I ask the player who's playing with it, what yeah. does that say? Well, going to say here's a great question for you. Once you've played a deck a handful of times and are even vaguely comfortable with it, you're not like doing the whole one second, one second, one second reading cards. 
how much do you view a card as what it says on how much do you view the card as a set of rules versus an entity you know what i'm saying when you it's like object based programming as it were if any of you guys are familiar you throw out a card and you have in your brain a model of how it operates and because and that model can change that's fine if you're not looking at the card and reading it repeatedly right so i'd ask perfect white how much do you do that it might be a helpful mental exercise to try and i i regularly refer to l5 hours a war game Mm-hmm. Um, replace those cards with a, a unit. It's a dude mm-hmm. who does this thing. And think of it like that. And maybe that might be easier for you to... If you if you do find that forgetting the details of the card versus what they've changed to is a problem, maybe that mental model will help. It's not per- going to be perfect well, for everyone, but that's, that's so how I do I'm, it myself. Yeah, I'm the kind yeah. of person who I can never remember card text. Yeah. Like, I, I have to read the cards to remember what they do. There's a lot yeah. of things to know, a lot of, a lot of complex interactions. So, yeah, you know, like, so card errata does annoy me. Especially since FFG does not reprint errated cards unless they're going to do it in an OP kit. Yeah, unless they've got way, way too easy way. So. And trust me, I've, I, guys, I've asked Tyler several times, please, can we get these cards <laughs> printed up as something I can buy? You're not the only voice doing that, don't worry. And, and Tyler's hands are tied on that one. He's heard plenty of times that, you know, hey, we want, we want the physical versions of these cards. And, and the response is, well, maybe we'll print it in an OP kit. Yeah. And that's 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 a response from over his head. So it's uh, that's one of the things that I'm gonna try not be a broken record about, yeah. because Tyler's heard it enough from me. Yeah. But one thing that I would suggest you do, first off, play with the errated cards. Don't don't ignore them just because they've been errated. That's you're you're denying yourself a pretty good play experience. Print out or have on your phone the PDF of the latest RRG or Imperial Law with the errata list in there. If you have questions, you can just pop open your phone at your game night and look. So, or, or, or have a printout there of the latest one that you know is up to date and so that you can look. And that way you can learn the errated cards. Yeah. Alternatively, FFG often will release images of the errated cards and they get put onto places like Five Rings DB and Bushi Builder and stuff like that. Yeah, Pro- proxies. Proxies are yeah. things. So, yeah. If you have an errated card that you want to play with, download the image, print it out at card size, put the unerratted card in the sleeve, and then put the piece of paper in front of it. That should be perfectly legal in most uh, cases. Yeah. If you can, yeah. If if I was to run across that and told it myself, certainly it'd be pretty clear that like that's you're just right. If I was at, if I was at Worlds or into that, you know, I'd, I'd double check maybe ask the yeah. judge or whatever. But I would think that you'd be allowed to play the way because you still have the card in in the sleeve with it. Yeah, as long as you're not modifying in a way that makes it makes as it as long as it's um, not modified. Yeah, yeah, visibly different than there. No issues there. So, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a sticky it's a sticky wicket. It's a an old problem, and we we all have to find our ways to handle. You know, so sticky How do you, wicket, huh? I, yeah. I, I, I haven't used that one in years, actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know. so it's one that I haven't heard in a while either. Perfect White <laughs> continues and asks, "How do you feel about the general health of the game currently, as well as its potential on longevity?" considering how much time and money FFG has put into the IP as a whole. Um, I'll take this first. I think the game is in fairly healthy place. It's an IP they own. They've put out... Uh, our, there's an RPG alongside it, so there is an entire world there. They paid a premium for the rights. Maybe they didn't pay a premium. Maybe they got it for a song. But FFG is a company which means it's in business to make money and it's got an asset in in the property that is l5r there's no reason not to use that asset to leverage it they've it's a sunk cost so everything they can get out of it will be will be money in the bank and i think l5r the lcg is in a healthy state 
I think it's yeah, going to be in healthy both state. Both design-wise and sales-wise. Yeah, yeah. design-wise and sales-wise, it's good. We've got a clan war expansion coming. We've got another cycle. Tyler's, I'm sure, has plans for all kinds of stuff for the next couple of years. He's probably looking out at 2021, 2022 already. And Possibly here we're, further. you know, and, and just in terms of, and I'm not, I'm not saying he's designing cards for 2021, 2022. I'm, what I'm saying is he has kind of a, like a, this is what I'm going to do next. This is what I, he has a list of things, an right? M, an MCU roadmap. Right, yeah, we've, right. We've yeah. got this, we've got the ongoing storyline. There you go, that's a good, yeah, yeah. Uh, good uh, We've got the ongoing storyline, yeah, we've got the MCU sort of roadmap thing, you're right. <laughs> you know, and, and Tobin's Sorry, right. I'm just looking forward to showed you Love and Thunder now. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Love and Thunder by Yoshi Shoju. Come to me. That's not getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got a property that's wholly owned by FFG. We've got them doing kind of similar thing that AEG is doing. Of like, of it seems like they're trying to you know cut some things and focus and and. They may be doing so. We, yeah, we're we, there, there, there right seems now. it yeah. seems like with the, with the recent layoffs and stuff like that that they're trying to trim things yeah. down, be more efficient about things. Yeah. And so L five R, honestly, if if I were one of the upper managers at FFG, I'd be looking at L five R as sort of one of the crown jewels. Yeah, it's it's a well known property that's been around for decades that every that tons of people know and love. So. I, I think it's going to last for a long time. I think the I think the LCG is at a pretty good place, although I really hate that Lion Tower deck. <laughs> um, it's Wild West right now. It's a problem. Yeah, it's we've got some, we've got some Wild West going on, and there you know, we, and Tyler's on on the ball with the Imperial Law documents, quarterly updates of you know possible restrictions and bans and things like that, and you know, and changing the game up and trying to keep things going. You know, there are some problem cards still there that we've you know we're starting to see getting removed removed from the game, but you know the a lot of people think that the core set is kind of a problem, you know, because and, and some of the well, early the stuff old. it was a little too overpowered. Yeah, and then and there is some truth to that, but as the as Tyler d- designs more sets and as we get and as the card pool evolves, and then we once we get start getting rotation events and things like that, with with you know now banned and restricted list, I think the game only gets better over time because the the design space of L five R is pretty well well understood now. Yeah, seems, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that. it's something that FFG can really sink their corporate teeth into and and get a lot out of. So I guess you know, the the bottom line is if you keep buying, they will keep making. I would say as well, I think you guys have nailed most of the points I would bring up. Um the reactivity we've seen is the big um health health point in the game. The way um Tyler has gone, what issues we know about, blam, we respond to them. Now, mm-hmm. responding right or wrong doesn't matter. No offense. Because you don't, because you, you really don't know. But responding matters. Going, there are some issues. We try to address them. We keep the game going. That and, is the and big And the market. more you respond, the better you get at it. Yeah, and bingo. Tyler's getting really good at it. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, that's the that's the big health thing. They're they're working on it. Yeah. All right. Perfect White continues on to ask, how would you handle a member of your playgroup refusing to play against a specific clan? So that's in a, other words, that's, Scorpion. I was, was going to say, especially that, when it's a clan that you really enjoy playing. Yeah. There, there's a dear Shoju question for you, right? Say the yeah. least. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the answer there is let's let's leave aside all the regular social group stuff. My question there is how do you deal with that friend when he doesn't want to go to a particular movie or do a particular thing with you? I, I don't have a good answer for you because that's social dynamics, right? right. You know right. that yeah. is. And, yeah. And the best I can offer is to find out why that person doesn't want to play that clan. Yeah, I'll bet right? you they and, don't want to play a deck. And they know they might not want to play the deck. Like if 
there are there are people who play a clan because they play that clan and they will never play any other. Yeah, we have loyalty so in this game. So if there's oh, yeah. if there's that kind of reaction, like I hate Scorpion, so I will never ever ever play Scorpion, or play against Scorpion, um, then outside of tournament structure, th- that's something you can't you can't break down. You cannot get past that. Now, if they they don't want to play they don't want to play against Scorpion because they don't want to play a Dishonored deck or they don't want to play that game of L5R that it, you play with that person, then build something else, right? Like build some, try out Janky Scorpion. Uh, yeah. I, at this point, honestly, like I was getting to, my rule was end of round two, if I haven't had any fun against Scorpion, I, I concede, right? That's to some extent the same rule, although I'm because I'm playing more Scorpion now, I'm, I've relaxed on that rule because I tend to have more fun playing against Scorpion. Plus, there are other answers. Where that has shifted to is Unicorn Tower and Lion Tower. <laughs> yep. Like oh, yeah. By the yeah. end of round two, if they have nine attachments on the character and three fade on them, I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you have a 15-card advantage of me on your hand. I have five cards. You have 15. You have a 18-15 character there that can move in and out of every conflict and ready twice. We're good. So what you're telling me is the answer is if there is a boogeyman to your group, get a new boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Well, actually, with that, with that, with the line version of that deck, not it's it's not ready twice. It's ready four times. Maybe so that three, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe, Basically that, maybe that, there is it, something to that. If someone is hating a particular clan, find something else they can hate instead. Right. Well, but it's 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 a tough one. It is. On one way to, I mean, Tobin sort of kind of alluded to this, but not in the same way that I'm thinking of. <laughs> if you have someone who won't play against something, ask them to play that thing. Give it a go. Yeah. 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 It's not the worst idea. See if see if they'll see if they'll try sure. it themselves. They might find out they love they love messing you guys up with a scorpion. You know? Right. So <laughs> you know there there are tons of ways to approach it. There's no good way. You have to find out what works for you and your play group. Yeah. It's social dynamics, like I say. Yeah. It's all yeah, group yeah. stuff. All right. So he uh, he or she finishes with. Any general building, any general deck building tips, regardless of clan, that we'd like to share? Um, how, how long is this episode already? With, he or she <laughs> finishes with, keep up the good work, fellas. I've really been enjoying the podcast. Well, well thank you very much. Thank for you quite, on that one, definitely. Thank you. Uh, general deck building tips. How, how long is this one so far? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll do yeah. an episode. We'll see. Yeah. You know, yeah. A ge- general deck building tips. I think car, uh, Doug has mentioned it earlier with the free the rolls. You kind of choose a flavor that you yeah, want to go with. Yeah. I think that's a big one. And now. then yeah. you, uh, th- that's how I've been approaching it. You choose a flavor you've been going with. You choose a clan. You choose a flavor. Maybe a splash. The splash is like the second or third thing I choose. I choose the clan and then the flavor. Go with that. I choose the splash. And then I look at the roll and I'm like, what role do I want to do here? Do I want to have two of one? Do I want to? Do I think I need extra influence? So I'm going to go keeper. Do I need a role? So the the role is almost secondary. But right. then sometimes what happens is I think I'm going to play seeker. I end up not playing seeker. I play keeper, and then I don't put keeper initiates in the in the deck, or I don't put yeah. something else. So there's it's got to be an iterative process. But that's kind of where I am, and yeah, I like that, that idea that yeah, Doug, that's Doug has had before. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah, we, I have nothing to add. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we no longer have we no longer have uh, good molds to use, or rather, we can't use our molds. What we have to do is start with something and then mold it. Right, 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 right. Exactly. All right, so we have uh, Casey. This is <laughs> this is the winner of our of our unicorn of our uh, the cultist naming. This is this oh, is that Casey. excellent. Um, he asks, "Do you think a max attachment per character is a good idea?" 
The pendulum has swung back to Ultra Tower. Yes, as we've mentioned this several times, I think this would be a good step towards balancing inherent swarm value attachments and standing tech provided without swinging to Ultra Swarm too much. Before changing the game system, which is what you're referring to there, I would start looking to metafixes. You know, mm. cards doing something based on how many attachments are on one character, for a classic example. You know, something simple like that. Yeah. Yeah. Count counters well, before we Tyler say. Tyler is already on yeah. record. I, I remember seeing something on Facebook, or maybe it was on Twitter, where someone had shared a, a an image of a response of his saying that there are answers coming. Yeah, and answers um, rather than rather than system. Who changes. knows how long those are out, but those are those are coming. Yeah. One of those answers I think would be adding what fan of command to the restricted list, adding. You know, some of those, because it's, it's the combination of Fan of Command, Tactical Ingenuity, Spyglass, and Favored Mount. Those four power both the mm -hmm. Unicorn Tower and the Lion Tower. True, yeah. but as you were saying before, a lot of the... Spyglass is already on the RL, so yeah. which one of those other cards do yeah, you Because we have existing counters. Maybe it's stuff like Finger of Jade and things like that. It's the things that are stopping the existing counters that we target. Yep, maybe that. Yeah. I, I disagree with that one. Yeah. Uh, Finger of Jade is not that much protection. Th that deck does not need Finger of Jade Very to different. run. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying, though? I'm not talking about the function of the deck. I'm talking about opposing the things that can help strongly counter But see, the thing is, the thing is Finger yeah. of Jade is just a little extra, a little extra protection. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not a linchpin of the deck. It's an, it's an, it's a nice to have. Mm -hmm. The, uh, there, it, it, that Finger of Jade is basically a, a protection outside of conflict. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's so what it is. There, that deck runs so many attachments that you cannot let go of them all. Yeah. And you, you that's, and that's, that's part of the reason why the Ultra Tower works. Mm -hmm. It is resilient to let go. Mm -hmm. And that's the main answer right now. Well, that's kind of my point. I'm 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 not so much talking about targeting attachments. It's um I'm talking about not to get off the subject. The the big like the large creature thing in Keyforge. Mm -hmm. The idea that you're targeting the 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 personality. Hey, I'm using that phrase. The dude it's on, right? So the assassinates and the debuffs and the bat and the and the send homes and things. So you know, ignore ignoring the big chunk of tower. Assassinate stuff doesn't work. Yeah. Because you're using, you're putting all these attachments on a three cost character. Yeah, I've been saying, giving giving the comparison there. There are other toys. I mentioned Fate Worse and Death before, yeah. for example. So, but so, right. the, you know, the, there while there are some limited answers, you the 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 reason why the Ultra Tower works right now is because you cannot get enough of them fast enough, and you'll never have enough of them in your deck to stop the Ultra Tower once it starts to build. It snowballs. Yeah, no, I know, I get all that. Yeah, well, totally. So. Yeah. So I can, so I can, I so I understand the question. Mm. It's it's an intro, and I've had that thought myself when I've when I've played against this deck and been getting you know my knight wrecked by it. You know maybe there should be a a limit on the number of attachments you can put on a character because mm. I mean it just gets obscene and it gets obscene fast. Like I said, if if I don't win the game first round, I don't win the game. I can understand why the question is asked, but I'm not sure that the in instituting an attachment limit like the old character limit that we just got rid of, as 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 much of a feels good as that would be, I'm not sure it fixes anything. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd, if it does what. It, like I say, I would I would much rather see a discard discard target character with three or more attachments card versus a change to the game structure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know that I don't know that a max. And I've thought about this, Casey. I've thought about it a lot because I have run into these things on Jigoku so much. Do do I think a max attachment character? I'm with these two. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think a rule book is a good idea. Yeah. I think you solve it through. 
you solve tendencies through restricted list changes and so on well, and so forth. You solve it through the and, tools we and, have. And, yeah. the, and card releases. I mean, yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that the Dominion cycle is going to be messing with the Dynasty phase something fierce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, and we're opening so, up whole new avenues of card design. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Eminent is alone, not going away. That alone, the cards in the Dominion cycle may solve our problem. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, maybe one, maybe there's a card there that's that's uh, that's a, I don't know, a province that like Forbidden Crossing that says characters with attachments may not attack this province. Yeah, I mean, easy, easiest one like, I was thinking of okay. there. Was, <laughs> I, I, I said the do? extreme version of discarding something with a certain number of um, attachments on it. Honestly, a simple minus one to minus one to that um, character for every attachment they have. It's, yeah, it's that nice too. Little, like yeah, a mountain, like yeah, a reverse mountain's anvil, you know, yeah. mountain anvil's Something castle. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Action, you know, boom. Yeah. But I think those those effects are a more viable way to handle this problem. The more interesting one and the more fun one. They shake the meta up. They make us they make us deal with a problem, which yeah. is we're the ones who should be. Frankly, yeah. you know. So, we're the ones who oh my yeah. god, that would that yeah. would if if it was like if it was a province that said action. Uh, participating character gets minus X minus X. Where X is the where X is the number of attachments. Yeah. That would almost just and you know it can't well it would that might but be then a that's a fever that might, like all characters do that yeah. because you'd have to get around finger jade oh god but that would be like well, a like talk, a just untargeted talk, yeah. just like, yeah well a per t- a per character one per character to a limit would be reasonable you know or all like your that. opponent's anyway, characters we're, we're, we're spitballing you so yeah, yeah 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 like i'm just i'm just playing part of designer oh yeah <laughs> well yeah but but saying very 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 openly that kind of ooh that would be fun so <laughs> yeah. yeah so tyler's very responsive and tyler's you know a pretty yeah. good designer so there's going to be interesting cards coming that will that will undo this deck eventually. Yeah, yeah. one way or the and, other. And, and, Whether he's and, planned them now or not. Right, <laughs> and until then, we have banned and restricted list. Yeah. So, and yeah, those, yeah. those are the tools that we need to use. We do not need Bingo. to add new tools. We do not Bingo. need to change Completely the rules of the game. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, we, we have thank you, thank you for that, Casey. Alan asks, "What are your thoughts on Madrid Worlds? Do you think it's a good to switch between U.S. and Europe to give the game keep the game healthy and the community active? Will there be smokes, tokes, and Madrid?" In Rokugan. Madrid. Uh, or Madrid Rokugan. Well, in order... Smokes yeah. and tokes. Um, well, well, in, order, in, order, in order, yay, yes, and in the future? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we, as we discussed before, we thought uh, we thought having a European Worlds and a you know domestic versus European loca- Worlds location would be... It's only all, Over alterma- yeah. alternating years would be great for the game. I think it'll help keep the game healthy. Europe has always been a great supporter of this game. And so uh, I see that as only a good thing. Um, as for... I'm not sure what the smoking culture is like in Spain, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you haven't been to Europe very much, have you? <laughs> yeah, okay. A lot of... the, okay, the last the, the, the last time I went to Europe, I went to Prague. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah. I've never been to Spain, so, you know, Fra- it's like... Fra- France, and, France and Spain are chimneys. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean I've so, heard... so are my countrymen, well, to be fair, but yeah, you know. So. I mean, I've heard that in the past, but yeah. things change. Oh, yeah. no. As far as I'm aware, oh, hell yes. Well, like, yeah. you know, like the, uh, the, the ban on smoking in pubs in Ireland, Ireland, that's that's oh, a yeah. thing now. So yeah. oh, well, th- th- keep that one out. But um, in, uh, as a general culture thing, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so right. So, so, so yeah. So whether you whether there's like public smoking in, in various places and things like that, someone. I mean, since I don't think any of us are gonna be attending Madrid Worlds this time around, someone else needs to, to carry the torch for the European smokes, tokes, and rokugan, and, and light yeah. someone's cigar yeah. with it. Yeah. 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 You know. yeah. 
Yeah, if you if if you're willing to host, let me know. We can definitely <laughs> we can definitely help out. you. You know, De- give you uh, ideas on how to <laughs> set it up and stuff. <laughs> like that. Here you go. We were talking about the pop up Gen Con. We have a smokes token, not Rigan. <laughs> you know, yeah, basically. Yeah. We'll all fly to Minnesota at the same time that Madrid Worlds is happening. We'll we'll oh sit in a bar. Oh. We'll I watch freeze, mid- we'll watch the live stream of Madrid Worlds smoking. as we smoke cigars. Why don't we fly? Well, why don't we agree to meet in Tucson? Right when it's where it's seventy five instead of <laughs> 10. All right. Thank you, Alan. Trevor asks, what do you think of the weaknesses of the tower decks currently in the meta? <laughs> I, think, I think we discussed the fact that we're, we're, we're pending on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know. There, there so. aren't many. I'm just going to leave it at that. Consumed yeah. by five fires. Yeah, one of the stronger uh, ones. Yeah. Fallen in battle can be a thing, but that difficult, means you have to, to win by five. You have to fire right? it. So I was interested problem. about thinking fallen in battle with covert tricks. Because that's one of the few that might be solid. Mm. You know, the way you can push it past a single tower and get the hit, but it's not—it's hardly a guarantee. But Covert so. doesn't work against it because he can just move the character in later. Yeah, yeah. No, same. Yeah, there's there's always an answer, but that's one of the few ways you might get um, the fire. What is the what is the this the, the Phoenix attachment, grasp of Earth? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing. But, but the yeah. thing is, though, is that you know, grasp of Earth, uh, pit trap, maybe. Pit Strasskin, pit trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so those will those will help. Yeah. The the covert does not work against that deck though, Carl. Yeah. It does not work yeah. at all. But grasp of the earth would. Mm. Grasp of the earth, soft skin. Soft skin would. Oh, soft skin would. Because mm. you what lose you discard three cards off the top of your deck. Something like yeah. that. Or whatever it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I run Yasamura in my unicorn ultra weenies deck. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, well, and and Yasamura. Does nothing. Well, I would point tower. out when I'm when I'm saying covert here, I'm talking about the imp scorpion. Every damn thing in the deck is covert kind of one, just sp- spamming shinobi. Because yeah. I guarantee I can land a fallen there. I'm not sure it's effective, but I guarantee I can land a fallen. Right, you know, right. If I want to, it's it's whether that's a viable way to win against the deck. So, yeah. yeah, it's from what I've seen, like covert is not a viable way to win against that deck. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe I just haven't seen enough covert because yeah. I don't play Scorpion. Yeah, I mean, I've I've played I've played covert spam decks, but this is a side point. More the point that we don't know right now. You know, to answer the question, we really we, we don't have solid answers. Uh, if you can so. pilot Krabbits, you can beat it. Yeah, that's one thing. If you can pilot the latest Scorpion deck, you can beat it. Oh, dishonor, dishonor. Or, uh, Not the latest Scorpion deck, the latest Phoenix deck. Sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah, latest okay. Phoenix deck. Yeah, you know, you can you can possibly beat it, but those are about. In my estimation, those are about even matchups. Possibly a little, le- possibly more like a forty-sixty in favor of the tower deck, hmm. a win percentage. Um, and then Kyle asks: Are expensive attachments more or less playable now than in the pre-Lion Pack meta? Uh, I think they're more playable, honestly, because of the, some some of the things we've seen. Oh. Right, you have more attachments than they have. Does the current to get rid of does it. the current Phoenix deck play pacifism? I don't know. I don't know that there is a current Phoenix deck. There's a couple of iterations of it. Because pacifism plus the, what's the scorpion attachment? Oh, Mark of Shame. Mark of Shame. Yeah, the the one that you can't participate in political. Oh, no, uh, Stolen Breath, right? Stolen Breath. Stolen Breath. So if you could do, you know, a a pacifism (laughs) Stolen Breath deck. Of why he's known as a fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You've just spent a whole ton of money. Let me put down four more fate on you and you won't be participating in anything. You've got these lovely ten attachments on your character. Here, have two more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I said, that is basically a a pair of middle fingers about as big as you could get them up. That could be a response. That that could undo the the Ultra Tower deck. That could. Well, I I think if you just put pacifism on them, 
Yeah, I mean, that's that, largely that, fixes a, a because good Because that's yeah. because you're talking about lion and unicorn doing yeah. these things, and they're unless they tower up KD, which they can do if they want to. But yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, I mean, that that might be. I was thinking some of them before. I hadn't thought of stolen. I had Marcus Shaman brain, but you're quite right. Stolen, stolen, and thing, and certainly pacifism could be strong, strong contenders for nice big middle fingers. So, yeah, um, you're, you know they're not going to get let go because they're playing unicorn splash. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Or or if they're playing unicorn, they're playing lion splash. Yeah. yeah. So I think those. I think. Expensive attachments are more playable now than they were in that meta. Yeah, I think it's a fair point to say that I think the the, the spamming of attachments in general, like you guys have been saying, of, of kind of form the blative shields for the big ones. If you can hold your big attachments back, people probably won't be letting them go because they've hit something else. Mm-hmm. Right, and well, it, and the the like I said before, the reason why this ultra tower deck works is because it runs so many attachments that do so much that you cannot let you can it you can't keep up you can't yeah. keep up at all. Yeah. You know you can't you've only have three let goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what do you let go? There's a good one for you. Do we do we need a things like a counter attachment spell so Phoenix can get in on this or stuff like that? Who Something knows? that just you know, complete that says you know cycle, target yeah. a character, remove all attachments from that character. That yeah, something, ex- something expensive that might. I was thinking more about the recycling spell tricks, but yeah, you're quite right. A nuke might be the answer, or some yeah. or, so, or a, a, an attachment that says this character can have no other attachments besides this attachment. Boom. Oh, that, that would be a, a great scorpion. A colossal guard. fu, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> a, a, sky, a, a, a space elevator middle finger going no, <laughs> basically. Yeah, like, yeah, like this character. Yeah, that would solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, yeah Boom! The, here the you text go. Is this, this, it's, this character, it's this character, mark of shame level of. Yeah, but that's yeah. but that's, that's it's, a, it's a cloud domain for attachments. This this character this character can have no other attachments other than this attachment. Yeah. Uh, that's wow. kind of a, that's yeah. kind of an Armageddon sort of solution, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be yeah. Like I said, that's that's, that's well because because the... then we would go back to the let go environment where everybody's splashing dragon or yeah. and Mia's to get rid of that yeah. one yeah. so they can it's, put more more as always on. catastrophic. But fixes, it's already yeah. done its job, right? If you wait for them to play like six attachments and you go, oh. Yeah. Here's here's it. I would it would have to cost a lot of money. Not, that would have to be like yeah. a four or five cost yeah. attachment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not to not, um, not to keep doing card design. One. I just thought of a fun one. <laughs> yeah. a fun, a thought of a fun one here. Choose a character you control, and an, and they choose a character you control and, and a um an a opponent's character. Discard an attachment from the opponent's character for each attachment on your character. Takes effort, builds up, reasonable swing. Then you run into yeah. only towers get played. Well, no, two, if you have two or three on a, on a small character, you're still getting enough off a tower to start to pull it into the range where you can actually fight it. You know, you can you can get a decent get ahead decently. You know, so. uh, but that, yeah. that would it would seem like that would be a really good dragon card. Like that yeah. would be a good dragon character. I yeah, think I think so. you run yeah. into a thing where that that makes it a tower on tower game. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, possibly so, but there are worse ways for it to go. Like I say, that's still viable there if you got some. But number. but that, that shuts out a swarm deck. Actually, no, that shuts out a lot of viable builds. I think if you start going in that direction, it's a even even easier than that. Then actually, sorry, play a card. Um, you both play the game of um, uh, dis- uh, you 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 discard a character, discard an attachment for a character opponent controls, opponent repeats. Uh, okay. And play and play that play that um, passing game basically. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. One of those kind of ones, like oh, 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 oh. So you know, so keep, keep you mean going the whole, you, can, you mean the whole effect repeats, so you can keep yes, bouncing keep, it back keep and going forth until like, you can. Well, no, no, you no, can't no, no. Like yeah. you, you, each player takes uh, each yeah. player, you know, discards, chooses X attachments, discards mm-hmm. X attachments. Yeah, um, discard each chosen attachment. X is the number of people you control, or something like that. I was thinking about the back yeah, and forth. Right. You, you, you play one of those ones. You know, you keep going until you can't resolve. You and the opponent choose an choose an attachment to discard mm-hmm. it. Repeat until mm-hmm. you can't resolve the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, but basically, kill hit no matter how, yeah. how much you've got. Uh, uh, neutron like shark. Yeah, neutron shark, yes, like neutron shark. Thank there you. you yes, go. something like there that. These are all possibles. Yes, we're card designing today. We've decided it's fun. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's all the questions, isn't it? It <laughs> is all the questions. Thank you very much, folks, for yeah. for an, for asking those, and we're we're happy to get them and give our two cents on uh, composing a response or two, right? <laughs> Proposing uh, a response. Proposing a response. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Something good. I've got a few I could pick, but my brain's just going like I've got six houses to view today. <laughs> well, that's it. Maybe yeah, that's it, right? Part of it. I mean, I'm looking you forward have six to that. Houses to look um, at. Something good is easy. I had two different moments through this week of, of a little project I've been working on that went, you're going to now jump out of the shower and write this down. Now, damn it. Now. <laughs> like twice it happened, I swear. Just idea, boom. So that might be something good. And now I've got, the, now I've got I want... the image of Carl running wet and naked to the house. I you, need a pen! Eureka! <laughs> <laughs> is it, um, the, the, if you're a Discworld fans at all, Eureka in Ephibia. Which is their ancient Greek um, is uh, is Ephibian for give me a towel. Ah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I would have to say uh, my work colleagues, my work colleagues today, or this this past week, have shown themselves to be amazing people, and so just gotta say, if you have good work colleagues, give them a thanks. They're, they're something good. Did something, that, something rough go down they responded to, or just good work? Yeah, no, just good work. All positive just good awesome. stuff. Just awesome. good stuff. Okay, so this is sort of an ongoing something good, I guess. After we recorded our last episode, during during the episode, my phone rang, and it was my mom. Uh, she just wanted to call and talk. So as I was driving home, I quickly, you know, I, I hands-free, you know, called her back, and I just, you know, talked to her for a couple minutes. She's like, so what are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, there's podcasting. She's like, wait, what? You podcast? So my mom now listens to our podcast. <laughs> which is interesting. That's awesome. Which is interesting. It's, it's actually kind of cool. She won't understand uh, 98% of what we just talked about. No, no. <laughs> she, she said that she understands nothing that we're talking about. <laughs> but she does, like, she does think it's cool. And she does kind of like listening because I guess she thinks we have great rapport and all that. So even though she doesn't understand the game, doesn't play it at all, and never will, she she likes listening just to you know for entertainment value. So I guess we're we're entertaining beyond the world of L five R players. Wonderful, wonderful. So that's that's kind of a that's kind of a fun and interesting thing. So hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I do know actually my one my youngest of my brothers um, was posting up certainly when Traxxas Setter was out to my parents. So it became a case of like so um, F one warming. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the, uh, that that one is interesting. Now I now I feel like I have to watch my mouth. Yep. I don't know. Right? <laughs> because she did ask. So what is holy fuckballs? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you needed to is the answer. Whatever you needed to. Yep. That's awesome. Which Uh, I hadn't hadn't realized how much I say that until she brought it up. I'm like, you know what? I do say that quite often on the show, don't I? That'd be more like, I don't know, Mom. (laughs) I have have no idea. I'm not old enough to. It's it's a random exposition of, you know, awesomeness (laughs) or badness. That's cool. Well, thank you very much to our Patreons for your continued support. If you're interested in supporting us, visit us at patreon.com slash artofwarcast. And I don't know, like, holy fuckballs is a pretty good place. (laughs) Well, actually, we were talking about something good. I've got to throw this in one quick little anecdote that I can't believe I didn't think of when you asked. I went home from a gaming session on Thursday evening, um, yeah. playing uh, um, Wednesday. Sorry, playing Enzo with a couple of buddies. 
got home to our apartment. And our apartments are quite close to each other. And I'm passing by the one right, the door right next to us, and I can hear a beeping. Right. And there's a, a single mum who lives there, little kid with her, and um, their smoke alarm goes off semi regularly. And the two, oh, Jackie and I, sat there and go, "Oh God, you guys okay? Yeah, sure, you're cooking, not a problem." And smoke alarm's going off, and I'm all, "Uh oh, knock, knock, knock." Yeah. You okay? Knock, 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 knock. Nothing. Now, Fort Collins is full of people who use wood burning stoves, stuff like that, you know. So I can smell smoke, but that's no mm-hmm. big deal. I'm like, crap. So nine one one because they're not responding. So I've got to do this. One astounding circus later, as I'm standing there going, should I have done this? Holy cow, everything's gone nuts. Um, they're kicking down the door, and this lady's coming home with her kid from Taekwondo. Um, she left soup going, uh, cooking, and it burned. So oh, there shit. was smoke in the apartment. There was going to be a fire. There wasn't the full thing, but we caught it. But yeah, that was a fun evening. Good catch, man. You good did the catch. right thing. Oh, the, the pair of them crapped me up too because Jackie was trapped in the apartment going, noise, people, oh my word, oh my word. You know, they, they, they put a venting a vent in to clear the, the, the smoke out, right? Yeah. And so it's this amazing sound like there's a jet engine going outside the buildings. It's tiny apartments. Right? Yeah. Well, tiny apartments versus the front of the building. Um, and then like half an hour later, it's all gone. There's not not one sign they've ever been here, um, and then the the couple, the the mother and the kid come to the door with Valentine chocolates for me and Jackie saying thank you for saving us. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay, yeah, that's painfully yeah. cute. That's cool. Awesome. That's cool. So so there's definitely something good. I forgot all about that till now. <laughs> if you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at artofforecast at gmail.com via Twitter at Art of Forecast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. If you'd like to support us, check us out at patreon.com slash artofforecast. Thank you for listening, and remember, honor, honor is the deadliest weapon. What are you up to today, Carl? Hola, amigos. Vamos España para el campeonato mundial. Yeah, I know. We have new fiction. What the I Cannot See, a Dragon Kitsuki story. Clan War is coming next week. And the return of Listener Questions. And I'll give that a right, second that was, go, shall I? really bad. Oh, well, intentionally. You know, intentionally. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I why don't you? Why don't you pronounce it once? <laughs> no, I, Hola, I, I, I know, amigos. I know Vamos how it's pronounced. Vamos a España para yeah. el campeonato yeah. mundial. No, I know how it's pronounced, <laughs> but I just don't speak Spanish. Okay. So I'm, I'm not bad at it. Yeah. Hola, amigos. Vamos a España para el campeonato mundial. <laughs> a, little, a little exaggerated, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.